Hello, and welcome to the second episode of A Fit and Able Life. Today's interview is with Grace Ng of Savvy Marketing Group. And Grace is an athlete. She's one of Fit and Able's first, at, earliest athletes, as you'll find. And through her own uh, athletic experience and her experience as a business coach, she has so much advice to share on life, health, and so many other things. You're going to love this. So here it goes. Hey, Grace. Um, thank you for joining us today by the Fireside Chat. Um, you are one of our first interviews with a Fit and Able Life um, podcast. So we're really excited to have a professional such as yourself be be a, a inaugural speaker or guest. Um, as I was researching this, it just dawned on me that I have known you for 15 years. I know. <laughs> That's an inspiration to me. Thank you. Oh, my, well, my pleasure. And it was really interesting because as I was reviewing your history, you are an amazing woman. Um, the um, In looking at your academics with MIT, Harvard, being a glamour. That was all a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all builds up to the woman you are today, right? <laughs> but it was really interesting that when I looked at the video for your company, Savvy Growth, um, how many things were very similar with coaching people in athletics and the kind of coaching you do in marketing? I was very, very touched by that, actually, that, um, that you really have to get into the heads of the people you deal with and help them achieve success. So actually, I researched and written about the correlation between those who are endurance athletes and those who climb the seven summits, the two different themes, and those who become successful entrepreneurs, because there's definitely a correlation. It's determination. It's it's a lot, a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like the logo where they're climbing the mountains and helping each other up yeah. the mountain. That was yeah, yeah. very, very clever. Well, but since this is for the podcast, A Fit and Able Life, I need to start by asking you, what does a fit and able life mean to you? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks to you and early on, it's become an integral core part of my life. Um, Every single day I do something and I keep it as a, one of my most important appointment. Like, for instance, on Mondays I do yoga. It's my non-cardio day. <laughs> and then I run a few times a week. I swim a couple times a week. So there's something that I do each day. And then I've added recently waking up and doing a little bit of yoga slash meditation in the mornings. That's... On my 50th birthday, I um, had a session with this um, yoga teacher, and she inspired me to add that to my daily routine. And so how long do you spend in the morning meditating? It differs. So this person, she's written a book called Yoga Sparks, where you can even just spend a minute. You could just spend a minute doing something meditative or yoga. So, <laughs> so just incorporating it. You don't have to beat yourself up if you skip a day because it's hard to add it into your routine but it can be just a few minutes or maybe on the weekend it might be 10 15 20 that's yeah yeah but um, I'd love to work it up to having 30 minutes of meditation a day yeah that would be um, be amazing it's, and, and relaxing and healthy in every every way possible when I um, when I first met you you were a novice triathlete and you've done a lot with triathlon since then and biking and 
recently you, if this is the right word, celebrated the anniversary of. So, you know, and that was a pretty traumatic event. I mean, remember at the time seeing the pictures and the hospital and all that, and it was a lot going on in your life at that time as well. You know, how did how did the, you go through the recovery process of that? That was a pretty devastating. It was in California. Right. Yes. Right. So you were away from home. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was a life changing experience. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people focused on my broken neck. But the scariest <laughs> part of my head injury yeah. was, was the, the brain injury and just forgetting yeah. things. And so that took a lot of work. And there wasn't anything I could do except for time. Well, I did cognitive. I had a lot of therapists. But it was really, it taught me to slow down yeah. because I think I was go, 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 go. And so at 40, I learned to slow down by going literally downhill and being hospitalized and being told I couldn't work for several months. Yeah. And then now, after turning 50, I'm doing things like the meditation to learn to be calm because I think my natural self is to be full, full energy. Right. Yeah. Well, you can really. Yeah, I was going to say, I need to try that meditation stuff. <laughs> well, that is um, now. That was when your company, Savvy Growth, was just a few years old when you had that that accident. That's right. So, That's right. how did that? Did you just shut down business while you were in recovery, or how did you? Knew, obviously, you probably had clients already in line. Yeah. Yeah. So actually. It was amazing. <clears throat> Clients came to my side. They would. They came to my house to because I couldn't drive. They would take, come to my house to visit. They came to my house to take me out to lunch, and um, yeah. And then a, a few of them. Some there were some projects that were going on that they sort of put on hold. And then I remember one of my clients. My father had to drive me to the meeting where I made some present a presentation of the results. So I, I, it was really important to me to get back in the saddle, so to speak, as soon as I could. Yeah. So how long was your recovery? How long did it actually take? I think it was probably about three months where I really couldn't wasn't supposed to work. So maybe it was in the fourth month that I, I think that I had that meeting. Right. And um, but it, uh, it was many months as far as the healing and the. Um, and the scars still remain, little scars, but I think the um, on the head injury, and that takes a long time. Yeah. I think I was going to neuro follow-ups for probably over a couple of years. Well, a neck and head injury like that, um, that's very traumatic. I mean, psychologically, physically, to your family, everything about that's very, very traumatic. Is there, is there any residual that you have now for your health? Do you notice anything now yeah. with... You know, or even just your desire to hop on the bike and go downhill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so a few years later, I would say, oh, is this just part of the aging process or is it part of the accident? You can't really tell. And so I just laugh about it. So um, so I think what, what the positive thing about it was it really made me so appreciate life. Like I would go out there and praise the weeds in my yard. I'd say, oh, they're so Because I really... It forced me to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. So actually, like when I turned 50, I wanted to relive the accident on the positive side. Right. Because there's a lot of positivity in it. Um, so I think that was the way I got through it was by looking at it on, wow, it let me step back and re-examine life. Right. Well, when I first met you uh, back in 2000, 
<laughs> that was back in about 2000, 2001, maybe. Um, you had a young son, Nick, who was very active at that time. And obviously, he believes in a fit and able life. And uh, <laughs> so how, how did you incorporate that into being a mother and running a business? And how did that work with being a, a, a mother and, a, you know, an entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, the... On the positive side, since I wasn't in a corporate job, so to speak, um, I could work anytime I wanted to, and um, and you have to work all the time, all weird hours, as you know, running your own business. So my son, he he was an inspiration to me, and now he's a huge inspiration to me because once he started running, he went from baseball to track and cross country in high school, and oh my goodness, he's a fit monster machine, <laughs> and he's vegan too, so he is so oh healthy. God. He hasn't had dessert in over two years, ever since oh. he turned 16. Oh my. So he's been a role model to me, but I think that making sure that you incorporate uh, the fit and able life um, into every day, it helps you be a good mom. And I was a single mom, I am still single mom for 17 years, so, so yeah, it helps you do wear all the hats that you have to wear. Right. Now, when did when was it that Nick started running faster than you? Oh, gosh. Uh, way <laughs> early on. Yeah. 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 I, 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 this is a joke. I say, oh, as long as he, you know, I don't double his time, I'm good. <laughs> Well, I know I, I know we only have a few more minutes, but I wanted to go back to your comp company because, again, I was really impressed by how you really reach out to your clients and want to understand them, and that the main thing was is that you want to inspire them to be the best they can be, which when I heard you say that, I could so relate to that as a, a sports coach, and that... Um, that all your clients are individuals and have individual goals and individual motivators and all that. So did you find that as you explored those um, those aspects of your clients that that helped you explore your own athleticism and what motivated you to be an athlete? What motivates you to pursue yoga or meditation? Yeah, so so rebranding from Savvy Marketing Group to Savvy Building was because of the addition of really some of the, I've been asked to do executive coaching one-on-one. -on -one. Uh -huh. So yeah, so it's it's so wonderful to be able to help people one on one for them to reach their fullest potential. And yeah, so it, it makes me re examine going faster in my training and trying to be the best that I can be. And even this morning I was um, working out and there's someone who only had one leg next to me and it, it's so it's just it made me like say, Oh wow, I gotta push myself because if he's out here doing this like if what do I, you know, right. I, I need to do the best I can. So, like, just like you were saying, um, I think that if I am stronger, then I can be a better coach, executive coach. Right. Now, where do you swim and where do you work out? So, I've been a member of the um, Carrie YMCA for a very, very long time. And, of course, that's where we met. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I love plugging the YMCA. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a true. I met you, and you were my awesome coach. Yeah. Cheered me on. Thank you. Oh, it was so much fun. Well, is um, 
you know, as as a, a mother and a, a single mother, as you said, and a working woman and everything, what advice do you have for other women that, you know, may or may not be s- single mothers or just trying to work even a half-time job and juggle all the things in life, including fitness, job, fitness, motherhood? Yeah, yeah. I would say reserve and preserve that time to yourself the exercise time like treat it like your most important meeting because you can do your best work for your employer or your if you have your own business you can be the best mom wife sister daughter if you take care of yourself first so i think oftentimes um women put themselves lower on the list yes. and they feel selfish if they put themselves first and but actually you can be the best for others if you put yourself as a priority taking care of yourself right you've had so many successes and you've overcome so many um you know your accident so many things like that challenges um what what is your goal what is your goal from here on out well i think you said somewhere i wrote it down what do you see in your future. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working on my first book. So I've written a lot of articles. I've written a lot and spoken a lot. So I'm working on my first book, which is exciting. That's my mountain to climb right now. And um, I really enjoy speaking. So uh, I'm really plunging into this writing and speaking. And I want to continue the consulting and then do more coaching. Right. So those are some of the things on my horizon. So. Are the one-on-one coaching sessions the ones that you feel most rewarded from when you have those successes because you get to know the client so well? So the different coaching comes in different flavors, the types that I'm asked to do. Sometimes it's one-on-one. Sometimes it's with a management team. So I get brought in as a resource to the management team Uh that I can be their corporate therapist. (laughs) And give advice to the business the business owner or the CEO mm-hmm. so I I was pre-med in college until I took organic chemistry freshman your first term so I was like, oh I could be a corporate doctor so it's, it's very rewarding I yeah. really enjoy that whether it's one-on-one or with a, a team right of people for them to achieve their very best and then the best for the company that's very cool real quickly what's the name of your book or have you named it so I'm writing a series called Project Peak and so the the genesis of the book was from a TED talk that I did earlier this year, which was based on the correlation between those who find the seven summits and those who start successful companies. And out of that came seven themes oh. that are a part of this book. And I'm not sure what the book is going to be called because that I'm sure um, other people will help me decide. But um, it's metaphorically about climbing a mountain. It can be of starting a business. It can be of getting your child into college. It can be the mountain of singleness. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's many themes that I think a lot of people, I'm hoping, will be able to relate to, and it'll help them be able to climb their mountain, whichever well, mountain they're climbing. That sounds like that'll be a very useful tool for a lot of people, male, female, athletes, non-athletes. Yeah, I really Well, I hope when it is published, you'll come back and join us again and talk to us about your book. Oh, I would love to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, that was a great interview. Grace has so much experience from being an athlete, from building her own business, from the long road to recovery from her traumatic injury, and from raising her son as a single mom. You can tell she truly cares about the success of the people that she helps. 
And to help you learn her message a little bit more, I'm going to link to her TEDx talk. And just some quick action steps you can take now is you know, go download that ebook, 101 Health, Healthy Living Tips. Yeah, it's there for you in the show notes, and it's very easy things you can do. Um, again, so many things to take away from this, and we look forward to uh, seeing you in the next episode.